Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. We're going to continue our revolving journey through the eras of Common Rider with episode four of Kuga, entitled Sprint. It, was, uh, it aired on February 20th, 2000. It was written again by Naruhisa Arakawa, but this time it was directed by Katsuya Watanabe. Sprint. Yep. Do you think it's about the cheetah, or do you think it's about Ichijo? I mean, we discussed this, I think, at the end of the episode last time. Oh, I know what this episode's about, because oh. I've seen this whole show. Oh, well, fair enough. So it's kind of <laughs> weird to ask you that. Um, which I think is funny, is you're going to see that, surprisingly, it draws another parallel to the last episode of the episode we just watched of oh it seems like this one is very definitely following along the pace is definitely it does it a, a lot for the uh you know it's the revival of it it's coming it back makes after years. sense yeah. if anything i think it's the perfect second episode because then it uh really puts second into season. contrast um the huge time jump and yeah. then it it sets you up for the differences between the series now versus the series then mm-hmm. because uh you basically get to see the the parallel with the better gra- better graphics, better writing as far as uh, pacing and whatnot, mm-hmm. and then you get to see a different story with those same. But yeah, they have the freedom now to do a serialization story, right? Instead of an episodic one, exactly. Um, in the original *Common Rider*, there's things that change and go on like that, but this is around the time when things shows were done more as an episodic and. Japan's been doing that a lot longer, seemingly, mm-hmm. creating shows that have an ongoing story rather than every episode's the same, and then we have a a season finale, cliffhanger, and then a season yeah. opener. Yeah, exactly. Um, like I said, I mean, I've watched. I used years ago. I bought a box set of the first season of Knight Rider, hmm. and you can't watch more than one episode in a row. Because it's the same episode every episode. Yeah. I need to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot binge 80s television show, American <laughs> 80s television show. But this one you could. You could totally see how we could watch all yeah. those episodes we've watched so far of Kuga in a row. No problem. Yeah, no problem. Um, I think you're like me where you have uh, television stamina. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I um, My just other- the other day I, I put on Samurai Champloo in the background and the next thing you know I'm in episode 16. I, like, crap. I have, uh, because of some things that happened when I was a kid, I have a, an incredible television stamina where it's just, it's just like, did I watch 24 half an hour episodes today? Yes, yes I, I did. <laughs> and I still did other things too. Yeah, other things <laughs> were going on. And I, I know what's going on in the show. It's not like you weren't paying attention. Yeah. Um, I'll, when I'm like playing a video game and I'm like grinding, I'll put on a show that I've already seen. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of. Yeah. Like most recently, I was doing uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I was putting it on the background while I was just grinding on Tokyo Mirage Session. Right. And the problem was is that I got to the point in Brooklyn Nine-Nine that I've already seen, so now I'm paying attention to the episodes now, so <laughs> yeah. I'm like not you grinding as much. <laughs> I, I've noticed that that's where my back my backlog of shows, uh, you know, I get them is because now I want to pay attention to the show. So the only thing I can do is watch the show. And yeah. it's especially worse with something that's in a different language. Oh yeah. With the subtitles. Cause now I can't just like, you know, look away. But, uh, one thing I do love speaking of rewatching shows while playing a game, I, I love that sometimes while you're playing that game, you'll pick up more. I mean, cause you've already seen it, mm-hmm. but sometimes when you're watching a scene, you'll focus on something without realizing it. So you don't pick up things that's going on in the background for, so speaking of uh, double, uh, I'm while I'm watching in the opening, 
I kept missing the the fan with the the background of yeah. him seeing. Yeah, I kept missing it. Three, you know, finally episode three, you had to point it out. No, this look, and then I see it. Uh, and I'd like to think that's the kind of thing I would have noticed if I was playing a game or something because, you know, out of the corner of your eye, you're like, wait a minute. What was and that? You, yeah, because you're not, like, focused on whatever the center point of the scene is or, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Kuga. Yeah, back to Kuga. <laughs> yeah, so it is sprinted. Uh, there's the cheetah because mm-hmm. it ended on a cliffhanger last time. Yes. All the cops about ready to shoot him. Oh, yeah. Um, And so we're going to get some more. I'm like, I love, uh, I'm hoping for some more Sakurako. Because she was just asleep last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ichijo is always a great character. And, of course, Godai. Yeah. See, I'm wondering if, if he's just going to get whooped this episode and have to do some research. Or if it's going to be a decent fight. They're going to separate mutually. Or if there's going to be no fight at all and they have to separate mutually because you don't want to get shot up. Yeah. Um. I mean, most... Like, for these things, most likely they'll finish up the cliffhanger, like, in the first five minutes. And then it'll be most of the rest of the episode. Right. You know? Yeah. Because um, remember the last time that we had a cliffhanger, I think was with the, uh, on the the Batman episode. Was that a cliffhanger? See, I'm trying to remember yeah, now. Because this is the first cliffhanger of Kuga. Oh, you're right. No, okay. So I, I what I meant was, um, as far as the cliffhanger was the Scorpion Man, uh, having disappeared. So that wasn't really a cliffhanger so much as like a lingering plot thread that mm-hmm. came back. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this is just going to be a solo fight, or are we going to get. Because now you don't know when or if a character, a monster is going to be beaten in an episode. Sure, because I mean they've already introduced. There's there's six currently. Yeah, because the Batman, Kuga uh, fought him and he got away. Yeah, because there's so there's the Batman, there's this Cheetah Lady, three other freaks that are unnamed, and then the Rose Lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot that could happen. Like at any point, he could be winning a fight and then he gets attacked, or they could run away. I mean, yep. yeah. So they've already proven that they're totally fine with. Uh, Mixing it up. It's not like uh, Ichigo where just... Monster's dead at the end of the episode. Monster's dead. Mo- continue on. New one. Yeah. So, um, we were, uh, any other thoughts before we go watch it? Uh, no. Pretty much uh, put it all out there, I think. Okay. We will be back. Patient! And... We're back. we're back. So before we get started, do you do you understand what I was talking about? The similarities between this episode and the last episode? Uh, kind of, sorta. As far as uh, it showing more of the character. Well, we'll get we'll get to it when I'll, I'll talk about it. Anyways, so it starts off with guns. Yeah, no, we're right back in the action, exactly where it left off. Um, like it, it gives you the lingering sort of tension that you got from the cliffhanger ending as far as all the guns are pointed there so that way you remember oh yeah they were about to get shot and then fire just started lighting them up it it continues with the trend i didn't realize this when i was watching it because like i said yeah we're not you weren't analyzing it before i think each episode is one day huh oh because it starts off like after midnight well i mean it just goes to the next thing, even if it's like after midnight. But it, each episode takes the course of one day, the previous day. Mm-hmm. I know there are later on. There's a jump, but so far it's just this, this is, is the fourth day, episode. Yeah, day this four. Is the, this is the fourth day since he became Kuga. I guess that makes sense. It also explains why he always wakes up. Yeah, like, every <laughs> every every episode is him waking up after taking a nap. <laughs> um, yeah, it looked like. You pointed out that it looked like 
uh, Kuga was trying to protect the cheetah, but he was actually yeah. going to grab the cheetah before he, the cheetah jumped. Yeah, before she pounced. Um, it was it was weird at first. Like it took a second because I, I questioned it, and then when you were talking about it while we were discussing, you know, the episode. Uh, yeah, it's just like the firing starts, and she turns towards the cops. At which point, he comes over and grapples her, and then like pulls her around this fence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm thinking, like, what is he trying to get her out of the line of fire? And then, and then, uh, yeah, you'd suggested that maybe getting the focus on him. Yeah, keeping uh, it. And there's bullets all over the place. This is where he finds out he's bulletproof. Yeah, that's one way to find out. Yeah, one way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then it just cuts real quick to the next morning at uh. The Nagano, well, actually, it cuts to the opening. Right, the opening, and then. And then, yeah, the opening, because they have an open before they go into. Yeah, it's like, get you back in the action, and now here's the opening theme song, and then here's the episode. Yeah, and then it goes to Ichijo. Yeah, he, like, the police rushes office. into the, uh, you know, the. There, it's a um conference room yeah. where they're all, like, doing all their things to get the information together. Right. And he says, "What four and five were both shot?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I think because four is Kuga and five mm-hmm. is the cheetah. Yeah. Um, and one of the other police officers says, "I just got because remember he's in Nagano, right? Yeah, he's not in Tokyo. Yeah, he just got and word all, that they he's both getting escaped. Word. And then the police officer says there was shots fired. I just got an email saying that um they both got away, mm-hmm. but six got injured in the eye. Yeah." Yeah, number five got shot in the eye or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so this kind of bothered me because it was really only like 30 seconds of uh, wrapping up basically what the cliffhanger was about. And then we were just like, oh, and now we get to hear about it. So I'm wondering if they cut stuff from, you know, like they had to they had to shorten the episode. They had to fit so much in an episode. Maybe it was a thing or maybe... um. When they filmed it, they thought they were okay, but when they were going back into the editing, they're just like, it doesn't really seem like it's really showing what's going on. Yeah, like maybe the lighting was, it, it just seemed like they had to uh, make up for something with how it do- anticlimactic. It does uh, feel a little bit jarring. Yeah, it was definitely one of those things where um, I was thinking maybe it was going to be like a flashback. I kept waiting for them to... to go back to the fight. Yeah, but, but and then when there it finally... Is a, there is some of that in Kuga. It's going to pick up later where... There's some of that Japanese, like that. Some of that Japanese fill in the blank. That Asian, yeah. You fill in the blank. You you'll get where, it or you don't. Whatever. Um. <laughs> well, there's this whole thing in, uh, where we as Americans are t- and our TV and our media are told the same thing over and over and over again and explained to us in detail, and then um, in Asian cinema sometimes they're kind of like. They're kind of, uh, you figure it out. Yeah. You fill in the blank. Just keep watching it. Watch it again if you, if you didn't get it. So, sometimes I'll watch an Asian movie and I think, is there another one? Because this is like half a movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's, it's interesting because most movies that are considered uh, like really good mysteries, I suppose, because they're not. Like any movie that a lot is left in the air in America, like if there's ever a movie where they only explain something once or not at all, usually gets rave reviews because it's not like slammed in your face the entire time. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I had to think the entire time and everyone's got a different opinion on it. So no, that makes sense. But um, uh, So the chief of police, 
walks to the door, basically gives what we just learned in detail, and adding in that uh, Cheetah essentially got shot in the eye, mm-hmm. and that the use of the bike is authorized. Is authorized, the tri- tri- Tri-Chaser. Yeah, the Tri-Chaser is now authorized, and they're going to publicly... Yeah, this is a big deal. They're going to publicly yeah. reveal the information about the unknown life forms. Right. And I, so that it'll, it's known. Yeah. Because a lot of people are dying. Exactly. It's like it's kind of hard to uh, hide it now. And then they're going to form a task force mm-hmm. going to be based in Tokyo. Yeah. And uh, so this disproves what I thought. I thought that Ichijo was from Tokyo. Okay. But he's not. He just knows people in Tokyo. Okay. But he, because at this point, the chief says, Ichijo, I want you to go to Tokyo because we're going to have this big division meeting mm-hmm. and you're going to represent us. Yeah, because somebody needs to be out there. So he is from, he's a Nagano uh, mm-hmm. uh, police officer. He just knows people in Tokyo. There is one thing we forgot to mention. And um, that is when they were explaining that they both got shot but that they both got away, Ichijo um, was smiling. Oh, yes. He was, he was happy about it. And they're like, what are you smiling about? And he's like, oh. Nothing. Uh, nothing. Uh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, so, um, so the the relief was obvious. That, yes. Because um, he was worried that, you know, Godai was going to get. Because he was just told two seconds ago that Godai was shot. Yeah. Um, And he was, but Godai's fine. <laughs> um, So Ichijo's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go get ready for that right now. Mm-hmm. And then he starts walking away. And then his. His uh, buddy, his buddy chum, walks up over him and he, and says, "Ichijo, the doctor told me you have three broken ribs." Yeah, three fractured ribs, and I'm saying, like, "Man, what a badass!" Like, <laughs> he's just walking. He's just like, he's like, it, <laughs> "I love this." Doctor exaggerates. Yeah, because I mean, because the, the last episode when we were talking about this, I thought he had just you know injured his shoulder, hurt his arm a little bit, but uh, it really puts into context how much he's pushing himself, um, especially in that last episode. When yeah. he was getting attacked, like when he was getting his arm twisted again. Yeah. It's like, man, it, it, with, when you have broken ribs, it's really hard to breathe. Yeah, everything. Everything pain. hurts. Like your whole body hurts because it's like your core. <laughs> yeah. Everything you do, breathing, moving, you know, even twisting your head, you know. Yeah. And it's not like he's on pain meds. No. No. Focus. The pain helps him focus. Each each don't got time for pain meds. And he says, I know my body better than some doctor. <laughs> and he goes into an elevator. And the elevator closes by himself, and he, like, collapses down into the wall, yeah. holding his side. He's in serious pain. He's just been faking it. Yeah. Poor feller. <laughs> yeah. And so then it goes to an, uh, an over, under an overpass mm-hmm. where Cheetah is pulling a bullet out of her eye. <laughs> yeah, like, the very first thing you see is, like, cuts away to this, and there's just blood, blood pour, pouring onto the ground. Mm. So the very first thing you see is it, it uh, just blood pouring on the ground, like gushing. And uh, obviously, there's only two people that could possibly be pouring blood at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And with the dark atmosphere, you're assuming, bad guy. Sure enough, there you see her pulling this bullet just right out of her eye. And so it goes to show that these bullets do the job. They just got to hit in the right spot. Yeah. You know, so. Well, we saw earlier, even normal bullets like dent in, they just go out. Yeah. So yeah. being shot, those guys, those bullets being shot in the air, I probably would hurt. I mean, right. The bullet is first. It's like a, it's like a rifle bullet that yeah, was pulled out. Pretty much, and it's like a full bullet. It's not like the head of a bullet. Yeah. So it, this, 
unless they had rifles there. I mean, they do this all the time in shows where they just show something that wouldn't actually be there. Yeah, it's it, not because the casing. It's not yeah, like the yeah. The it would have just been a fired. lump of metal if right. it would have been an actual bullet. Yeah, the part that's actually ejected. But whatever, it's a yeah. show. Enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a show where people aren't very savvy on guns in general. Yeah, exactly. So, um, like all of Japan is not very savvy on guns. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's upset about this. Yes, very. Ang- I think she even punches the ground or the wall or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to uh, Jodan University, and we see Hongo Takeshi. No, um, because yeah. it's, it's the same. It is the same university, right? Right. It's the same university that Hongo works at uh, thirty years earlier. Oh, oh, I will mention that I think this is the first time that you've actually seen, or that I've actually seen the the creatures be in pain. I mean, yeah. I know that they can be hurt, and you know, obviously they they die, be can killed, but this is the first time you actually see them. Uh, reeling from something. You also see their blood is red. Yes, it's red blood. So that, that's also relevant. Because they were supposed to be closer to humans than the animals they were. Exactly. Like. Um, this is also the first time we see that Sakurako in her Jodan, uh, her university uh, uh, office. Mm-hmm. Which looks a lot like the other office, but whatever. Yeah, but different. There's less shelves, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's carrying a bunch of books and she goes into her office and she trips, <laughs> and she trips over Godai, who's just yeah waking s- up from a nap, <laughs> sleeping on the floor. <laughs> Welcome back to the episode, Godai. <laughs> yeah, oh, I just shot yesterday. It makes me tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I love it. He says, he says, uh, you should not leave your window open. It's not safe." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm not going to listen to that from you. Yeah, you're the reason it's not safe. And so he goes over and he turns on his her computer and he's like, you going to translate now? Yeah, <laughs> like, Get back to work is what I need you for. Yeah. And she's trying to convince him not to do this thing. Cause mm-hmm. Yeah, especially, especially as he's he's excitedly talking about this whole situation. About being shot. Many times. <laughs> and this is... <laughs> she says, just don't transform and you won't be in danger or anything like yeah. that. And he says... If you translate, I should it it should be better, right? Like the more I know, the more I know. I'm sure these translations have something to do with the monsters, and the more I know, the better I can beat them. Exactly. And she gets a call from Ichijo because uh, Godai doesn't have a phone. This is how we build tension: is you can't call Godai directly. You have to. He just has to be around a phone. You know the number too, <laughs> right? Um. It kind of makes sense because he doesn't stay around long enough to have a cell phone of his own. Right. Because I think we were just talking about that earlier today as far as the hoops you have to go through to. Yeah. It's to always a it's always a thing. The hoops you have to go through actually to actually have a cell phone. Uh, eliminate a cell phone. There's a whole series of YouTube videos. What if every movie had a cell phone? Oh, yeah. Things like um, uh, Romeo and Juliet. And it's just Juliet on the phone. And you hear this. Yo, it's Romeo. Leave a message. And Juliet's on the phone. Hey, I'm gonna fake my death. Don't freak out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, the sixth sense, where like, uh, uh, he's talking to the kid, and he's kid says, "Are you a good psychologist?" And he's like, "Yeah, let's check out some of my Yelp reviews." <laughs> oh, I'm dead. <laughs> 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 he just spoils it. <laughs> if every movie had, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so, so the, the the contrivance is, is Godai doesn't have a phone because he never is around long enough to have a phone. He only stays in the country for a few weeks at a time and then he leaves. Right. So nobody's going to agree to that cell phone plan, I guess. Yeah. So he 
because uh, they were talking earlier about how he was told uh, she got a message from uh, Ichijo not to go back to Na- uh, Nagano. Right. And he calls her again and says that he's on his way to Tokyo. Let's meet up and we'll talk about things there. And he says, okay. And so he hangs up the phone and he hands it to Sakura. like, I got a date. <laughs> and she's like, aren't you a popular guy? Right. <laughs> and then it switches to a bicycle cop. Yep. And uh, he's just randomly stopping by this overpass and like looking over it uh, and sees a pool of blood. And so goes out of his way to climb down and goes investigate it it like a real person should. Yeah. Only like he just kneels down and he's like, you know what? That's weird. He smells it. And then I think he opens his mouth. But anyways, and then he uh, totally doesn't follow police procedure at all grabs out a nap uh, like a, a handkerchief and then wraps up the bullet yeah the bullet shouldn't you call like csi yeah seriously I mean, just here's is, an immediate crime there's scene forty thousand csi shows on tv right but uh i doubt that they have the specific training case if you find a pool of blood with a bullet in it do this this and this yeah there was a whole brian regan has this whole bit that in the california driver's license book it says that you have to give a thumbprint and if you don't have a thumb if you don't have thumbs another finger can be used and he says i don't think everybody needs to know that i think only one person requires that knowledge because <laughs> how often does that come up <laughs> right yeah oh yeah i need a, i need a thumb i don't have thumbs George, what do we do here? Use another finger. Okay. <laughs> we never would have been able to figure that one out in any yeah. case. Yeah. Um. So he picks up the bullet, and there's motion onto the side and under the underpass. Mm-hmm. And hey, what are you doing? Yeah. He goes in. He's trying to look around, and Cheetah comes up, grabs him, rams him against the wall, pokes out his eye. Yep. Stabs him right in the face. Stabs both of his eyes out. Yep. And kills it's like him. her mo. Because it's like straight into her brain. Yeah. Her brain. And I wonder if, if this is uh, like revenge. Yeah, because she wasn't doing it before. No. Now it's like you, you stab my eye and now, now I'm gonna I stab- take both your eyes. Um, And then she like goes away, goes around a corner, and then there's the other uh, Grongi. Yep. And they're like. They're all in human form. Mm-hmm. Uh, she never goes back to human form. No. She's always in Cheetah. Um, Probably saves on makeup from a stabbed eye, I'm assuming. Yeah, or they just didn't have the actress. Point. Yeah. <laughs> they just maybe had the actress for one episode. Um, and it has all of their them there, and they're talking their grungy language, and one of them is, uh, it seems like he's saying, what are you doing? And she's all upset about the eye mm-hmm. and isn't going to take their advice, and she just runs off and goes, and then one person goes to stop him, and they stop him and say, whatever we got other things to do it seems right like. yeah it's, it, it's i mean we're all, all paraphrasing because we don't know what they're it, saying it's just body language and the the way that they're speaking because it's all gibberish yeah and and it's an actual language like they've translated and made something up i mean it's sure. not a full language because it doesn't have like it has the same syntax and s- sentence structure i believe is japanese Right. Uh, so basically, what it's basically I basically like pig Latin versus English, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if, what I've got from the scene is that she doesn't like to lose. Somebody is uh, advising, uh, caught not necessarily caution, but just temperance. That's not the right word either. But hey, restraint. Cool it. Restraint. There we go. Advising restraint. No good. 
moving on and then the leader or semi-leader obviously the leader of this group at least right the lieutenant or whatever is like meh it'll work out or it won't let's move on we have other things to do it seems like yeah with other other plans and then this we see everyone dressed in uh like the outfits that they were and we've got the man bat over here uh, dressing like he's gonna flash somebody. He looks dressed like a flasher with a fedora on. <laughs> he's just gonna whip it out and start doing the helicopter. Um, this is when I found out that I think it's the grasshopper guy. He's he's got a. These outfits are just gifts that get one given. So um, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He's got a shiny vest on. Yeah. No shirt. Nope. And a tie. Yep. Around his neck, tightened up like a silver silk tie, yeah, tightened I can, up in like a, a half Windsor all the way out. I can only imagine he he like he killed the one male stripper that was walking around. <laughs> yeah, in full I think outfit. they just grabbed random clothing <laughs> ideas from different places because uh, they transform. When they transform, their clothes go with them. Mm-hmm. So I think they just transform into whatever clothing they want. But I just, I'm, a- I'm sure we're going to be pulling apart these outfits for a long time to come. They're great. <laughs> Yeah, like the, the the muscly guy looks like he has the the dangly uh thing that you would see on a Native American's attire yeah. almost, but around his his arms. Yeah. So. I don't know what those are called, but like little leather strips basically yeah. tied into knots. It's hilarious. <laughs> um after that it goes to uh I believe you you were with one of the characters and then you find out I want to say Ijijo and you find out there's a sighting, number five's been sighted running down the street or something like that. Okay, yeah. Um, what it is is that I remember now. Sakurako gets a phone call from uh, Ichijo mm-hmm. saying that number five's been spotted and things are happening. And she says... <laughs> Godai's gone. Uh, she says Godai left just right after you talked to him. And she says, stop him from transforming. Keep, keep him out of it. And... Mm-hmm. It looks at this time because that's what Ichijo wants. Ichijo doesn't yeah, want to part. that's what Ichijo wants also. Ichijo is, this is not your job type thing. And this is where there's the chase scenes that we sh- we show that the cheetah is faster than motorcycles and the cops chasing. Yeah, just like blazing down the street. And the a blur. Cop on a, uh, and she takes a turn and a bicycle cop, a, a truck pulls out in front of him and he turns. Pretty cool stunt where he mm-hmm. like falls into like a fruit stand or something like that. Yeah, something like a fruit stand. And then Godai runs up because he he saw this whole thing happen. Yeah. He was walking on the street. He was going to the station to go pick up Ichijo. And he he runs up and he goes to the cop and he, he says, Are you okay? Are you okay? He says, Yeah, I'm fine. Clearly beat up. He says, Okay, grabs the helmet. He says, I'm borrowing this. I'm gonna borrow this. <laughs> Gets onto the motor the cop motorcycle, starts chasing down the cheetah. Just steal a cop bike. Right. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're chasing basically your typical follow on a bike scene. Nothing special. Eventually, you know, Ichijo um, comes around the corner. He's like, wait a minute. Is that? Is that going? Yeah. And then he starts following. And obviously it is. Yeah. Uh, and there's so many cops uh, on the way that are just getting pretty much whooped by Cheetah. It's just the typical. She she, she uh, runs one off the road. Yeah. And she's about ready to poke out its eyes. Yes. When Godai rushes up on the bike, mm-hmm. and so she, she runs away, yep. and he tries to follow her with the bike. Yeah, but it's, it's well, the, the first thing is, my first thought was, man, these cop forces, 
have got to be dwindling by now. I know that they've pulled in backup from. Well, no, the, all those ki- all those dead were in uh, N- Nagano. These are Tokyo police <laughs> that are dying now. Oh, that's right. That's Maybe right. Maybe every this couple of episodes, they just moved to a different city, start killing that police force. Yeah, I can only <laughs> imagine the rampant uh, crime increase from <laughs> these. I, there's like four cops left everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he he saves this cop from um, death, or was it too late? I can't remember. He does save it. Yeah, uh, but anyways, she runs up some stairs, and there's like three steps <laughs> between Godai and the cheetah. The next landing, yeah. so that he could get to the cheetah, right? And he can't get the bike. He up can't it. get the bike to get up here. And then there's two thoughts I had here. First, just get up and transform, and then run after him. Or second, get up and just walk the bike up the step. Like, you don't have to ride the bike up the step. You can walk the bike up yeah, the step. Yeah, if you're not on the bike, that's l- the springs will come up in the bike. Yeah. Yeah, and you can use your, you can lift it and change things. Well, to, to be <laughs> fair, this is a much different bike than he's used to. Oh, yeah, this is a, it's a much heavier bike. Yeah, it's definitely. A m- wider because it's got all the cop stuff on it. And Yeah, and he still hasn't gotten his bike back because. He blew it up. Yeah, pretty much blew it up. Um, I mean, it was off screen. That's what we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're talking about that. Episode that. 13 of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> About how uh, that we've forgotten completely, like because we he blew we up were, his bike, we were making fun of him for yeah, like, we were making fun of him, and so then we're much like, oh episode. yeah, it's like he's that's right. he a hero. That's actually why he doesn't have he his left keys. the keys because he ran it through the chapel doors. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, and it, it, Cheetah gets away. Yeah, and then Ichijo and the cop he was driving with um, come up, and the cop that he's driving with runs up and he says, "What are you doing?" And Goda says. It got away. I thought I could catch them. <laughs> like, he's part of the force all of a sudden. Right. And like, then, <laughs> like, everybody knows, too. So Ichijo pulls a smooth trick and just walks up and handcuffs him. <laughs> yeah. And it's tells like the he, other guy, go after... Uh, go yeah, after... The, I've got this guy. Go after number five. I got this guy. I'm going to put him away. Um, <laughs> because what he did, there's... You're going to jail for a long time. You stole a cop's bike. You... Uh, they they would probably tack on as many charges as you can, be like you were obstructing justice and it was reckless endangerment yeah, and all kinds of you things. Know, because he stopped that cop from doing things. And yeah, I mean, he totally broke the law. There. Totally. So so Ichijo just pulled that slick uh, air quotes. I got him. <laughs> yeah. Let me take care of this. Um, And so it cuts to Ichijo and Godai in the car. They're driving somewhere. And... They're talking. Basically, Ichijo is trying to talk uh, Godai out of the whole thing. Right. He's like, Are, "Were you going to transform?" Oh, yeah, I was going to transform. Well, you're going to get you're going to get shot. Says that will happen one day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like whatever. Basically, um, and this is what's interesting. Ichijo says pretty much the exact same things that his buddy cop was saying to him. Yeah. Um, different words, but the same exact thing. The idea thing. of you, you, you know, you should back off. You, get some rest or anything like that yeah. basically you don't have to do it all by yourself pretty much exactly and then godai responds in the exact same way that ichijo does but then says and i think that this is exactly how you feel yeah um uh, so yeah it's like hey, checkmate <laughs> and then uh they pull into the parking lot of the police station and ich- ichijo does a cool like parking job first shot versus out yeah um and you hear over the radio that cheetah is going ballistic. Yeah. 23 down, mm-hmm. 11 cars, eight property damage. She's killed 23 police officers. Now, this is the the, the time when I realized that it, it was revenge. Yeah, because I, she's he, only going after cops. Right. And she's only cutting out their eyes unless, mostly. I mean, she still does some snapping of necks and, like, all that stuff. Sure. But, 
It's She's like, mainly going for the eye gouges. Right, roughly 46 pairs of eyes were lost in the making of this movie. Yeah. Um, and they hear this over the radio. Mm-hmm. As they, It cuts to showing Cheetah killing all these cops, and then it cuts to them, and they are listening to this on the radio. And Ichijo gets out of the car. Basically, he has this moment where he's like, he said he's he's standing and he's thinking, I'm gonna put Godai in jail. That's the only way to keep them from doing anything to mm-hmm. any, any harm to himself. And he puts his hand in his pocket and he feels something. He pulls it out and it's the note from episode two. Mm-hmm. I think it was episode two, episode three, the last episode, because it was after he wakes up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And the note saying, "I'm gonna go to Tokyo and I'm gonna come back." And I'm going to take this seriously, and I'm really going to do this. I'm not mm-hmm. going to not going to be goofing around anymore. This is serious. This is. It was when he first went to Red because he fully embraced the idea of being right, Kuga. And this reminds Ichijo about what's pretty much what's important, and that Godai is going to always do this. So he could either try to stop Godai, or he could help Godai. Exactly. And he decides, well, he's got a better chance if I help him. Exactly. And so he turns to Godai and he says, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so this next scene I wasn't really expecting. Um, and by the way, in, in and out, it's flashing through Cheetah doing her. You killing know, people left yeah, and right. Yeah, just killing people left and right. So yeah. uh, he, he basically he walks Godai to the room that holds the bike, the Tri, what was it called? Tri Chaser 2000. Tri Chaser 2000. And um, this bike's pretty sleek. It's got some antennas and stuff. You can tell this is definitely never, ever going to be a cop issue bike. <laughs> but they, he actually says that this bike has everything that is too expensive to mass produce. Yeah. It's like basically all the stuff that you would want on a bike, but it's, it, it's too expensive. Like to this make. is, you gotta, you gotta be tricked out. You got your own garage and you're slowly building this up for yeah. off, you know, off, uh, off the books racing or something yeah. like that. But uh, and surprisingly, it's got a, a headpiece that looks a lot like a pair of helmets or a helmet that might be something a cougar might wear. <laughs> exactly. Go figure. Uh, this is what's referred to as um, uh, a rider machine. Okay. A rider machine is not always, but usually their motorcycle. Right. Yes. Yeah, this was interesting to me because um, when we were talking about this the first time it popped up, we hadn't considered that the other bike would be long gone, destroyed in that chapel. Yeah. So I always thought it was coming back. Like, I always thought that was his bike. And then here we are now with uh, with Ichijo giving him the uh, Tri-Chaser 2000, and it's suddenly it's like, oh, this is the bike. Yeah. Because I was thinking that it was going to be Ichijo's bike to, like, keep up. And that went out the window. But um, what's really important about this scene is that uh, Ichijo is putting a lot of the line here. Yes. If you think about it, because this bike is going to be immediately recognizable to every cop. Yeah. There's no other bike like it. I mean, it's very obvious that this is the Tri-Chaser 2000. Mm-hmm. And um, there's only, I don't know how many exactly there are, but it's going to be really easy to track down where this one went missing from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be really easy to look at, you know, CCTV if they have that back in 2000. I can't remember. Uh, but like any any video surveillance sort of footage is going to show that this guy was here and now he's gone and so was the bike right yeah. so it's going to be easy to put two and two together uh that ichijo allowed this to happen so yeah. if this if this <laughs> doesn't work he's out, definitely putting a lot on the line by by doing this because he's he's trusting he's basically saying that uh, what you're doing is more important than my career right exactly he, and he says 
Okay, I'll be right behind you. Go. Um, so the bike doesn't have keys. It has like a combo lock on it. Yeah, like I can't remember the number. It's like oh three one eight. I don't know if it has yeah, it was, any significance. I don't, but. I don't know if you. Um, and he uh was thinking if it was something in Japanese. Yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> you had to think about it. I zero san ichi Nothing stands out. Anyways, um, he transforms mm-hmm. on the bike, which is a pretty cool transformation. Yeah, so he, he does his transform. I mean, it, it's it's a little different because every time I've seen him transform thus far, he's always been punching and kicking. Piecemeal, yeah. This is a full, uh, more more of a full body transformation. Right, exactly. Um, and uh, then it cuts to more dead cops. <laughs> the, yeah, the the death toll is certainly rising. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's a real. Uh, well, no, it it does a bunch of uh. Does a bunch of scenes of him driving. Yeah, I think it's actually cutting back and forth. I'm not sure. Well, it, it starts off with a bunch of scenes of him driving, and yeah. then um, him catching up. And the and the bike is very. It's very thin compared to the it's, other it, cop cars. It, it's more of cop a bikes. dirt bike style. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's way different than Ichigo's of, which is a a more of a um, Asian style bike. Mm-hmm. It's a Honda. Yeah, it more more of a see. Whereas uh uh. Hongo's bike is definitely crotch rocket. This one is definitely more Western, uh, you know, going to go off of jumps and do all the off-road stuff yeah. that you'd expect of a dirt bike. It, uh, Hongo's uh, Cyclone. Mm-hmm. It's a Suzuki. Okay. Um, and then when it transforms, it's a different bike. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Kuga's, it's a Pariah. Never heard of it. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, a motorcycle versus uh, more of a crowd truck style. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, it, it cuts back to uh, Cheetah, and she's du- just got done taking out several cops, and now she's about to poke the eyes out of the chief. Not the chief. It, it, he's a he's a detective. This is the detective who is in charge at the end of the last episode. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So it's the guy that was commanding everyone to fire yes. at the very start of this episode, so the very end this of the last is, episode. This is basic this is her she wants to get. Yes, this is the guy that she was going for all along. And uh he's like, you know, trying to hold her hands back, but there's really nothing you can do. It's yeah. just slowly and she's definitely playing uh playing with him because she's like very slowly moving yeah. forward and she can just jerk it at any time. You're dead. Yeah. But uh I guess her playing around all slow and stuff lets our hero come in with this really yep. sweet, like he pops a wheelie and she tries to dodge and then he does like a reverse wheelie and smacks her in the face a with the back, back tire. A back bike kick, I yeah, wrote down. Like a, a roundhouse. <laughs> a the, back the bike roundhouse form bike of a roundhouse. kick. Um, and then he runs over to, the, uh, she She runs off and he runs over to the detective and he is freaking out because it's an unknown life form. Right. And he says, are you okay, detective? Yeah, he starts speaking Japanese and the chief, like, I mean, he doesn't say anything that I remember, but it's like very clear. And I think he just nods. And then he runs off, which changes the feeling that he has towards them. Comes up later, and then it goes to an abandoned bathhouse. Lead detective is what I should say, not chief. Yeah, lead detective. Yeah. So, um, she runs off, and he follows her through some like hills and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. into like an abandoned building, which I think is an abandoned bathhouse. I want to say bathhouse. It definitely had what looked like uh, a bunch of tiles, tiles and baths and, and stuff like yeah. that. And this is where, for me, the fight dragged down. <laughs> Yeah, um, okay, so, like, you get to see this bike that it has no problem going over all these obstacles in, in comparison. That's why we had that scene earlier with the bike that couldn't go up the three yeah. steps or whatever. This one's got no problem going 
going all kinds of different uh, levels. It, it, you could go up three feet just from like lifting the wheel and doing some stuff. Whoever was riding this bike is an expert rider yeah. as far as how they're handling it. But the usefulness of it when you're trying to chase somebody, it was like very clear that it was like, okay, well, I'm going to step over here and then I'm going to watch you follow me. Yeah. It was definitely showing off the bike. It would have, yes. I mean, it would have been a lot faster and more efficient to just follow her on foot. So for me, so there's a thing. It's like, there's a thing. I prefer Common Rider to Super Sentai. Mm-hmm. And I'll, not all of it. There's some of it. But a lot of it is I don't like the giant robot. You know, I also am not a big fan of vehicle fights in general. It just, it's really boring. It's kind of, when I do watch them, it's kind of, I just fast forward or I start reading something else or yep. whatever i zone out um and that's almost what this feels like yeah this was my least favorite fight even when that all stops and they get to the cars and and they're finally she finally pulls him off the bike and they're fist fighting i'm still like eh. yeah so when uh when they get off the bike it becomes a much better fight though yeah it's a much it's definitely much better so basically they're in this bathhouse thing and it keeps it goes up like another level and then somehow there are cars inside this building like a parking garage and they're doing all these things and basically yeah it's just the cheetah steps to one place and the bicycle gets there somehow yeah and essentially she does i mean it's impressive bike work but it's not a fight scene no it's not and so she finally and the pulls music him off tries the to make you think it's a fight scene. right it's like trying to make it a lot more dynamic than it's but anyway uh she does exactly what she could have done this entire time i mean they made they tried to film it like that's not the case like he they were equal somehow but yeah she just okay well your bike is there and i'm here and i'm gonna step behind you and flick you off your bike now and then they fight and then the cops run in and one of them gets a shot off yeah, and then Ichijo grapples. So it says, don't shoot. Yeah, grapples with his arm, don't shoot. And then the guy's like, what are you doing? Trying to struggle And then off. the head detective comes in and says, no, he's right, don't shoot. Yeah, don't shoot. Yeah, he's five, now, he four, now understands. Four is a good guy. Yeah. But the shot has lit in some fire. Exactly, yeah. That that stray bullet probably hit some, it looked like oil canisters yeah, in the back. some oily Because that's rags. something you have in a bathhouse. Uh, I have never abandoned a bathhouse before. I have no idea what you're supposed yeah. to leave there. <laughs> but, <laughs> so... Um, so then the fight actually gets to be a decent fight. I think to myself, if this would have been the whole fight, I would have been fine with it. Right. If he would have just used the bike to get to them, her, and then they fight normally like this, it would have been fine. But I'm trying to sell the toy. Um, and he does a pretty cool, I put kick wall is my, uh. Yeah. Because I knew if I put wall kick, I'm like, wall kick? No. Wall kick, no. He does a kind of double kick. Yeah. And the second kick is his power kick. Right. He doesn't say rider kick. No, he doesn't. He doesn't say it. I'm sure he might, but and it shoots through the wall, c- kicks her through the wall, and she blows up outside. Oh. Which and then there's an outside, and it zooms in on him through the hole in the wall. It's a pretty cool scene. Yeah. And Ichijo's there with the other cops, and they look and they see that it's exploded, and they all look at uh, Kuga, and he does the dorky thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And Ichijo looks at him like he's an idiot, kind of, <laughs> smiles a little bit, turns his back, and while he's turning his back, he does a thumbs up back. And that's where the episode ends. And that's where the episode ends. Um, so I am going to, like Sakura, I'm going to go first on Suck. And well, hold on. There's one thing that oh, there's left undone, and that was you're going to tell me what was the parallel. The bikes. The bikes, yes. There was bike fighting. There in was the bike la- fighting in both of them. Now that you point that out, I was trying to remember... What was, yeah, no, now that you've, po- yeah, it's obvious. Yeah, they, <laughs> there was, because I was, because I knew what this was, episode was coming up. 
And so when I watched that previous episode, because I've never watched them in this way, in the right. Movie, and so I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. I see this parallel. I have a bike fight, and there's going to be a bike fight in this next episode of Kuga. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a bike fight in this episode. No, there's not a bike fight in this episode of Double. I would hope not. Well, because this one's not really following along as much Also, as Double does the double episode thing, the two-part Right, thing, so this is the second part of yeah. it. Well, that's we'll get there. Fun. That's going to be fun. Um, so, uh, anyways, so any final thoughts before we go to Saksugoi? No, I think everything I want to say that's left over is going to be brought up. My suck is the bike. Yeah? Uh, not the bike itself, just the attempt to make it a weapon. Yeah, I mean, okay, like, there was some, there was some, like, the very first time it was used as a weapon when he does the reverse willy and smacks her in the Yeah, face, that's, that's fine. That fit the scene, everything was cool. But then that whole drawn-out fight, yes. I mean, it, they could have just had a chase. Right. I, mean, I would have been fine with that if it would have been, like, a... Long, I mean, I might have gone, uh, it's a long chase, but, <laughs> the, um, but yeah, those acrobatics with the bike is fooling. Right. Cause I, especially cause I knew it was coming up. Yeah. So it's like your second time having to watch it. It's like my third time having to watch it cause I've seen the show before, but it's just like, oh, this bike part. They don't, I'm pretty sure they don't do things like this again. It's okay. the introduction to the bike, trying to make it look cool so kids will buy the bike for toy. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, that's my suck. What about you? For me, um, you know, I'm just a little salty about the anticlimactic fights. As far as they they built it up, they gave it a cliffhanger, then nothing happened, which I'm assuming was more of a production issue, not so much a, a desire for the show, like writing. Mm-hmm. But I can't I can't know that. And then even at the end, it was this you know long drawn out bike fight with like 45 seconds of actual fight with a kick that explodes. Especially when you you have this interesting character, you know, you give this dynamic between. Uh, her and her team, mm-hmm. and that's something that they could have used later on. Yeah, but they got rid of the character now, so it's more of a, eh, I don't know, like I don't know what to say. That's just it. It's anticlimactic. That's literally me. Is literally uh, for me. I don't feel that way, but that's also I didn't have to wait a week per episode. True. Yeah. Like I'm doing now, but I've seen it already. Yeah. So. Yeah. Back. To, see, that's just it. Back to back, there would be no issue. Yeah. But I've waited a week for this. This is the one that I like the most out of the four so far, four shows. So I don't know. I just held it a little bit too much on a pedestal, I guess. And so here we are. Yeah. Uh, Sugoi, something that was like a wow for me, was I think something I forget because I watched the way I watched it is the callbacks. Is the the fact that it's so, it is tightly writ, written down, written. The fight scenes might cut a bit. I really think that the show is written as a drama first and an action show second. Yeah. And that's where you get that. Um, and also your whole your whole thing about the monsters and their dynamic. It might have been a whole lot different if you knew what they were saying. True. Yeah. I mean, if I could understand what they were saying, it would be a different story. It would be tempting to go back and watch it with, with the translations of it, but that might give something away that you're well, unlocking. I, I want to experience it how it's supposed to so be. So here, here's the thing. I'm going to watch it the way it's supposed to be. Once we're done with season one uh, of our show, not just this, obviously this is season 10, but uh, once we're done with it, I'm going to go back and rewatch it with the translation subtitles or whatever. The grongy subs, yeah. Yeah, so the grongy subs. So then I can watch it a second time. And then one of these, I'll probably come back while we're watching the movie that leads us over to, uh, is that Fukuga? Agito. Yeah, so I'll probably, one of these days, I'll, you know, like, Cram through fifty episodes of Kuga with translations, and then we're watching. Oh, I think it's only like forty-eight. I don't think you're good. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, good. Saves off <laughs> two hours. <laughs> but uh, yeah, probably be like, oh no, I totally get it now. Like have this so whole... yeah. The wow is that how it's tightly written, like drama wise. Mm-hmm. How it's um the callback to the note. I totally forgot about the note. Yeah, the note. How that is. Not only does he he's he was shown. He was told that I'm going to get serious, and then he sees that he's being serious. That he's actually being serious. Yeah, and that is the moment where Ichijo changes from being an acquaintance to being his ally. Right. Uh, I was going to say my Sugoi is definitely the the Ichido, uh, the, uh, the Ichijo Godai character building as far as yeah. their dynamic together, and also um, Ichijo in general. This episode was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you learn a lot more about him. Um, I mean, it's it's all stuff that you've you've seen before but now it's like solidified you get to see there's three fractured ribs it's not just a simple arm injury or anything like that yeah um you can see that he's willing to drop the it's my job to protect you when it means that overall we will be protecting yeah you know it, it's just going to be better this way you know like it, which is funny because i believe ichijo doesn't see himself as a secondary character no die. he would see at first he would see himself as the protagonist basically yeah quote-unquote protagonist of the story now he sees himself as the partner of uh, yeah of Godai. they're definitely partners and then and that that duo um character building this episode was really cool yeah i like we're having a bit of a problem with with uh um, zero one that comes in in some later so- shows is it's okay to be important to the story and not be a writer yeah i yeah. mean I, I i love valkyrie and falcon sure i mean okay i'm i agree um I hope it's not every episode like this, obviously, yeah. but uh, I'm sure Ichijo I think- definitely is one of his cool uh, things. Like what I see as a strength is that he's not a writer, yeah. but he's still, it's just the same thing with Tachibana. Tachibana is a badass because he's trying to do all this stuff without the frills. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm saying the same thing with Asaka Rako. So now that he's a Godai has gotten, I don't remember how it works out or something like that. Like I said, I say it, I just think about it as just one big story in my head, not as like yeah. pieces. But now that that Godai has got uh, Ichijo on his side, it's it, he's got to turn Sakuraku onto his side now. Yeah, because she's, she's still, reluctantly helping. She's still him. like, don't do this, and then she's trying to talk Ichijo. But into when he gets that full base of people behind him, he'll be he'll be a much stronger yeah character, a hero, and a writer. Suddenly, Batman has Oracle and uh, his third. He's got. Um, Tim well, no, Drake it's it, it basi- basically. Uh, I see Sakuraku as, as as his Alfred, yeah, and Ichijo as the Gordon, yeah, and yeah. so he's, now he's got James Gordon on his side. Now he's got to get his Alfred on. His, I mean, it's a, not a perfect analogy. No, obviously. of course not. But because if it was a perfect is, analogy, it would be Batman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's getting he's collecting his crew. Yeah, and so and yeah, there is something to Ichijo that he's not a writer and he's still that important to the story. Uh huh. The only character in Zero One who's not a writer is Izu. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the side character of the vice president and stuff like that. Right. And right, then bad right. guys, but that don't count. But, like, yeah. they're antagonists. I'm talking about, like, main allies. Like, yeah, allies. Is, is Izu. She's Izu's the only character. And probably one of the most interesting so she far. She might become a writer, too. That yeah, I <laughs> can't count on anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, yeah, in um, in uh, Double, he's got uh, Akiko. Yep. And the gin and uh the uh the, the police the police guys. what was his name the uh watchman w- watcher man watcher man yeah he's got yeah. watcher man um uh, but mainly it's akiko right uh and then in uh in uh, ichi ichigo has uh uh 
he has Tachibana, he has Ruko, and now it's like Himiko's in like a, uh, an ally too. Yeah. So, and those are cool characters. Like I always say that um, one of my all-time idols of, of character creations is Stanley. Mm-hmm. Because people are always like, well, yeah, he made all these superheroes and stuff like that. No. The important thing is that not, he made Spider-Man, yeah. But I think anybody can make a Spider-Man. Right. It takes a real like creative person to create an Aunt May. And yeah. a Mary Jane and a Gwen Stacy and a Harry Osborne. Not just the heroes and villains. Those are the easy characters to create. Yep. It's the sub-characters that you care about. When when all of a sudden there's a whole episode that just revolves around a character who isn't the main character yeah. and you like it. Yeah, exactly. You know? So those are the characters that I think really show how someone can write. I agree. And so that's what's really cool about Ichijo and Sakurako mm-hmm. is that they're, I mean, we haven't found out, like, what's Ichijo's uh, history like? Did his parents die or anything like that? Yeah. You don't need to know any of nope, that. Nope. You know his character. Right. You're to get him. You're to get what he's about. Because someone's backstory is not their character. No. And so that's what it's really showing. What they do is their character. Right. So that's, but yeah, that's my wow. So what about your wow? Well, no, I agree. That that, that was literally what I was talking about with the Ichijo yeah. Godai uh, character Dynamic, building. Yeah. 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 And so now we have to go to the writer ranking. Mm-hmm. And Kuga is right now he's at three, displaced by Ichigo from the last episode. So the thing is, this is this is more of a me liking Ichijo episode. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that much has changed about Godai. Right. I can't really bump Godai. On yeah, this he's one. exactly the same as he was before. This was... Ichijo and a bicycle episode. Yes, Ichijo and, and the bicycle's not on the list, fortunately, because no, it would no. be the last. Yeah. Now, if we made a <laughs> if we made a supporting character list, we could rate rider machines. True. I feel like that's something to do at the very end of the yeah. season. Like just like oh, let's just slap it all. Which one's the best suit? We blah, can blah, we, blah. we can we can we can rate henshin devices and rider machines. Yeah. <laughs> and then supporting characters, I think, would be an interesting list. Yeah. But uh, um, but the the hard thing about rating supporting characters is there's so much what, going on. But yeah. what constitutes a supporting character like also does, true does watcher man also true yeah yeah i mean he's not going to be in every episode no i suppose it would have to be supporting like main cast yeah supporting cast yeah because like yeah that would be so you couldn't count uh anybody that wasn't like a mainstay for every episode yeah like right now i wouldn't ca- count harumi no definitely not she's she's like rumiko's friend. friend yeah she's like she's the tag along if you have to if you have to say rumiko's friend exactly rumiko's friend or uh, but then you could be like, what about in double? What about the chief? He's not in. He's True. only been in one episode, but his presence is what's creating the whole show so far. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's what the hard thing about. Yeah, what so that's probably why well, we're not going to do yeah. that list. But if there was that list, Ichijo right now. Oh, yeah, totally. Ichijo is like is number one. It's so number here one. we are. <laughs> and I know what happens with Ichijo later on. He's pretty hard to beat that number one. Um, So stand the same. We got double number one. Ichigo number two, Kuga number three, because not much change for this episode for Kuga. Uh-huh. Uh Valkyrie at four, uh, Vulcan at five, and zero one at six. Because I'm still salty about it's it. It's still salty. You might change when it comes up, but mm-hmm. okay. So next episode of Kuga, uh huh, is called Distance. Distance. I know what it's about, so I can't guess. Right. <laughs> See, I, it's kind of like I said. This one's kind of hard to figure out. It's either it's either p- plainly obvious or there's some subtlety. Do you that understand where their sprint comes from? Sprint was the title of this episode. Uh huh. 
And so sprint is for the running, but also yeah. for uh, the bicycle. Yeah. The, the sprint. Yeah. Um, it could also mean about the relationship between them two of them. But true, mostly it's about, it's about the running and the, the bicycle. I see. It's a very heavy theme. They're, they're matching the titles well, I suppose. Yeah. So distance, I, I don't know. I don't really know what my prediction is for the episode, but I do. I will say that going forward, I wasn't expecting Cheetah to be the hothead. I was thinking that the large, muscly guy, especially with his whole raging out in the middle of traffic sort of uh, thing, would put him as the hothead. So it was interesting to see what I'm assuming was him advising restraint. Because mm-hmm. that's what it looked like. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I was just not expecting that. So it's now I don't even understand what I should think about the bad guys just based on looks. And that's already hard with the way that they all look funky. Yeah. <laughs> So one of the, the funny things is, is like how I told you that every episode is one word. Right. Uh, the next one after distance is actually two words, but that's because it translates to two words. In Japanese, it's one word. Okay, yeah. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's translation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, so yeah, uh, any other thoughts about uh, Kuga? Kuga. You know, it's, it's good. Hopefully. I like that it didn't, this one didn't end on a cliffhanger. It ended. Same. I'm, it ended. It ended. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially now that I've, after the first cliffhanger episode, seeing no. how they resolved it in the next episode, I don't want any more cliffhangers. It could be having something to do, now that I think about it, it could be something to do with, uh, it might be, um, no, I was thinking that it had something to do with the fact that they were different directors, but they're the same director. Oh, okay. <laughs> so never mind. Yeah. yeah the mystery continues. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't want any more cliffhangers if that's how it's going to be. Yeah, if you... It, you should only have a cliffhanger if it's going to be a full two-parter. Yeah, if it's or at not least gonna... a one and a halfer, <laughs> not a one in five seconds. Yeah, one plus five seconds, and then well, we'll talk about the flashback. We won't show it. It could have little uh, creative fixing. It could have. This is how the last episode should end it. It should have ended with them being shot, mm-hmm. and then some blood falling. Yeah, that's how they if they, if they could go back in time and make it more. And traumatic. then it starts. With each Joe rushing through the door and whatnot. Yeah, each Joe rushing through the door, being like one of those shot and stuff like that. And then it says that, no, the four got away, five was injured. Yeah. And then that would have been a better, so that you don't tease us by it, like having five seconds of a fight that doesn't go on. Yeah, probably. seriously. Like, if that had actually been on the end with all the shooting and stuff like that, yeah, that would have been fine. Definitely. Yeah. It was just an editing thing, really. I may, That could be it, yeah. And it, uh. They just probably wanted to get the action going at the start. But anyways. Okay. So distance next time. But we'll see you next time. And that's the end of the episode, guys. We'd love to hear your thoughts on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. Or you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail. You can always find additional information on our website, fanboyopinion.com. If you're having trouble finding our podcast or just want it on the podcatcher of your choice, be sure to let us know. And please rate and review us whenever possible. It really helps out. Anyway, we're going to head out. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And we'll see you all next time.